Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. 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 This episode is brought to you by Hostfully, a company that helps you make beautiful guidebooks for your listing. Make your own at hostfully.com slash pad. And as a special for Get Paid for Your Pad listeners, you'll get a free guidebook consultation after you make your guidebook. Welcome to episode number 177 of Get Paid for Your Pad. Today I have a very interesting guest. His name is Sean Conway and he's the CEO and co-founder of Pillow, a short-term rental management company. And I believe one of the first startups in the Airbnb space. Is that right, Son? Um, in the ecosystem, I think, yeah, I think we were one of the first, like previously had a, uh, a name of Air Envy, which we, it kind of made us cringe early on. And then we changed it over to Pillow, which, uh, yeah, we've been with for about three years. So it's been four years in the running and a lot of fun. So I'm curious to hear, how did you come up with the idea to start this company? Yeah, Jasper. Wait, hey, first of all, I'm excited to be on here. So thank you so much for the invite and you, uh, what you've done with this show. It's incredible. You're 177, and I'm excited to be like part of that jingle that you have because it, you know, it stays in your mind. So, <laughs> I know, that's like, everything you've uh, built and like your subscriber list, and it's it's so needed and offers a lot of value. But um, yeah, back to your question. Uh, how we got started was um, basically I've had a, a huge passion for traveling. I was on semester at sea early on in my it was my semester abroad in college, and it gave me that yeah the travel bug. And so after selling our past company Note Hall, I took my backpack and started traveling around the world within Airbnbs. And I found that I am personally like my my best self when i'm traveling when i'm in these several countries in a very like organic raw environment where i don't know my surroundings i don't know what's up for the day and i'm interacting with these cultures that you know normally i just i don't know see on it on tv or in the news or wherever and being able to interact with them i think i'm i'm just a you know the best human being <laughs> when i'm traveling so i think it's uh i found that more and more people were using airbnb and i wanted to the only reason that I wasn't Airbnb was because of the work associated with it, the hosting work. So I wanted to enable that and allow uh, anyone to actually earn income from their place while they're gone so they could travel more. Awesome. And you started in, what was it, 2014? Yeah. Um, it's really, yeah. Summer 2013 is when we really started. Just our first line of code was September 2013 and then big launch 2014. Okay, got it. Yeah. And uh, which cities are you currently available in? Oh, wow. Um, so I should know this right off the bat, but yeah, Seattle, San Francisco, San Jose, Los Angeles, San Diego, Albuquerque, Santa Fe, Denver, uh, Salt Lake City, uh, Phoenix, Chandler, Flagstaff. Yeah, there's uh, quite a few now. So you got you guys basically started in uh, San Francisco and then expanded throughout California and now some other places in uh, in sort of like the the west slash Midwest South. 
Yeah, you can think of this as like the in and out expansion plan right now. We just kind of started California and then moving eastward. Right. And yeah. You're doing it the uh, in the opposite direction of the of the settlers a few hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. So yeah. Um, so the main thing I, I wanted to talk about with you is actually the recent product that you've launched. It's called Pillow Residential. And the reason I wanted to talk to you about this is because you know, everybody is aware of uh, the recent uh, trend that's been going on in the short-term rental market where there's more regulations, uh, a lot of apartment buildings, the owners are getting and the managers are getting more aware of you know what short-term rental is and you know, a lot of people you know have been renting out their places whether uh, it's against their uh, their HOA or you know against the the terms of their lease and they're you know they're getting caught they're getting kicked out leads to all sorts of problems and yeah. uh, and and I think you recognized this uh, this issue, and you came up with a solution. So I'd I'd love to dive into that. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, there's a few um, triggers that actually made us you know fully focus on pillow residential. But one was a few of our investors. They started they invested in us because basically they said this is inevitable. Airbnb is a wave of technology that we need to embrace. But there needs to be structure around it in order for our residents to be allowed to do this. And so that got us listening and we really tried to understand what they would need in order to adapt this. At the same time, we're at the eight-year cycle on the residential side or the real estate side where rent rental prices are higher than ever. Um, I remember moving to San Francisco. I had to split a one-bedroom with my brother because I was bootstrapping our first startup. And I was paying eight seventy five um, for my room. Uh, that once in that same place is probably going for more, like thirty five hundred dollars now, and I wouldn't be able to afford it. So the way to subsidize this, or actually allow people to earn income while they're gone, on average thirty to forty days a year, is to allow them to Airbnb. But as you said, it's a violation of their HOA or their lease. So there needed to be a platform in place that allowed you to easily host as well as allow the landlord to feel comfortable with this. And so, yeah, that's what we put in place. And we're really excited to expand upon it. Um, and it, you know, works with city regulations, which is, you know, first and foremost. So how do you convince landlords and apartment buildings to allow their residents to do Airbnb? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um there's you know a few mechanisms, but more so is that there's a lot that are more progressive thinkers, and they're they're coming to us and saying, "Wow, yes, this is an issue. This is something that my property managers spend hours and hours with every single month. I'm trying to they're trying to police it. They're sending eviction notices out, and it's the wild west, and it's already happening in their communities. So instead of looking at it as a something that's like ruining the community like they actually are trying to flip it around and look at it as something that could attract residents to their communities um, and help them earn extra income on their rent so being able to show them that like airbnbs already are you know short-term rentals are already happening within their residence um showing them they don't you know don't really have all that much control over it so they want some insight and transparency into who's coming when and then secondly, looking at it as a way to increase the applicant pool, increase occupancy, as well as make a cut from the profits uh, when you know guests do stay. So they do get some profit sharing involved. Right, because uh, I imagine there must be a lot of buildings where you know, they have a lot of vacant uh, apartments. 
And so you're saying you know, if you offer people the ability to rent out their their units, you know, for example, when they go on holiday or when they're out of town traveling, then that would be a way to entice people to you know to sign up for these apartments. Exactly. What we're seeing in San Francisco is a lot of these residents are spending anywhere from 35 to 45% of their net income, uh, what their income in a given month on rent, which they're maybe they're at their place 10 hours a day. And that's just an absurd amount of money to be spending on there when you're out, you know, 30, 40 days a year. So if you can actually, um, you know, earn income back or subsidize your rent by 15, maybe even 20% a given year by renting it while it's empty. Yeah, that's that's our goal. So just to be clear, it's not meant as as a tool to to rent out full time on Airbnb. So, so within the, the the cities where that's allowed, where the regulations allow for that, uh, where you can rent out vacant units, whether it's for a short term or 30 day 30 day rentals, yes, we're we're having the multifamily owners actually, you know, utilize their spaces during those times. But at the same time, allowing their long-term residents to also utilize their vacant spaces while they're traveling or on business or you know, gone from school. Right. Can you explain a little bit about how the how the product actually works? Like how how do people can sign up and and you know what are the details? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, right now we'll run a opportunity assessment for our owners, being able to see like what is the short-term rental activity within the apartment building as well as around it. And then from there, they can get a good sense of what they would earn from the profit sharing, how desirable it is, this amenity within their area. And from there, they sign up a form, include pictures. Uh, we create a landing page for their residents. Uh, they give us their residents' emails. We let them know that this new amenity exists. And then they can assign them with their short-term rental uh, listing accounts. And from there, we can monitor it. And then the property managers get full visibility into the guests, which vendors are coming in at any given time, and then uh, the profits that they also earn when the guest leaves. So it's a fairly quick process. It really takes a one-hour onboarding for uh, the property managers, so they're fully knowledgeable if new residents come in. But uh, yeah, it's fairly quick and simple. And how's it been going so far? Did you get? Did you see a lot of demand? Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's. <laughs> I didn't expect how many signups we would get since we released our funding and really announced it under Pillow. Yeah, I've had a, a mass amount. We've had what is it, 110 signups with over 60,000 units. So we really can't keep up with the like. Right now, we're just signing up. Um, you know, quite a few people and trying to get them on the onboarding schedule. So yeah, there's definitely a lot of demand. Right, and when you when you say signing up, so basically what you do is you you find the uh, the people that run these buildings, the managers, the owners of these big apartment buildings, mm-hmm. you sign those people up and then they let their residents know or they give you the contact details of the residents and then you approach the residents, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the owners can actually, if they have, let's say, 5% vacancy in a 300-unit building, they so they have 15 of those units, they can maybe take three to four or five, depending on the city regulations, to turn those into furnished units, whether corporate or even short-term. And then they also allow this as an amenity for their residents, similar to like a gym or a pool or offering, you know, allowing pets in the place. They now offer this as a new amenity that they can advertise on different like things like apartments.com or Craigslist to draw new uh, new residents in. 
Right. And you, and you guys raised a, a pretty substantial amount of money, uh, 13 and a half million. Right. I think, uh, in the Airbnb ecosystem, that's the largest amount of money that I have seen, you know, other than Airbnb itself. <laughs> yeah. They've, they've kind of dwarfed us, but, um, yeah, I mean, Hey, it's a, it's an incredible amount of uh, money, but at, yeah, we're planning to use to expand, but you know, Airbnb has shown that this industry is not going anywhere. We're changing the way people are living. So I expect to see a lot more, you know, funding rounds and even heard of a lot larger funding rounds, um, you know, within the ecosystem currently happening. So, um, yeah, hang on. We're, we're going to see a lot more of this. All right. Sweet. Uh, I, I noticed that, uh, one of your investors, Gary Vendorchuk, he's, he's a pretty interesting guy. And do you know <laughs> yeah. him personally or? Yeah, I know Gary. Um, you know, we, we've met a couple times, so it's not too much. But yeah, his enthusiasm, that that energy that you see on the camera. I mean, when you meet him in person, it's it's there, it, just uh, just as high, if not more. And he's just like super passionate and incredibly authentic, and just wants to help. So yeah, he's a uh, he's a powerhouse. Host, I can't emphasize how important it is to share recommendations of things to do or eat near your listing beforehand. Your guests won't have to go through TripAdvisor, Foursquare or Yelp. They won't have to scratch their head and think about possible places right in the moment. I've been using Hostfully to create an online and printable guidebook to show my guests my favorite coffee places in Amsterdam. They use my recommendations and I'm getting fewer questions from my guests as a result. I've also included screenshots of my guidebook on my Airbnb listing as a way to differentiate my listing from others. So make your own guidebook at hostfully.com slash pad. Awesome. So, um, you know, obviously uh, you've been helping Airbnb hosts uh, manage their units for about three or four years now. Um, so, you know, you're very familiar with uh, the different challenges uh, when it comes to managing your Airbnb unit. Um, what would you say is like the the biggest challenges that you see or biggest challenges that Airbnb hosts have when they, you know, in managing their units? Yeah. So, you know, I think um, anyone that says that managing, you know, Airbnb is easy or scaling one of these companies is, you know, has been easy as, I don't know, but I, I don't know how they do it. So it's, it's challenging and it's uh, regardless of uh, what space you're in, whether even it's 30 day rentals. But I think one of the biggest things is we have uh, we're in the hospitality industry, and so you're going to see a different range of. We created 200 SOPs. That means standard operating procedures. Even though 80% of those fall into 40 SOPs, so the whole 80/20 uh, rule, 80% of those fall in the top 20% of the issues. Like you have just all these nuanced cases that happen in this situation, this situation, this situation, you have to treat differently and, or you're trying to standardize as much as possible. And I think that's the, you know, it's like death by a thousand cuts. So being able to create as much standardization while also having that personalization is I think one of the biggest challenges. Yeah. We, we all have in the industry and the ecosystem. And so we've done our best to, you know, create the the standards that guests as well as hosts uh, like and create a yeah great stay overall. Now the the ecosystem has has been exploding recently. Um, I remember in 2014 when I started this podcast, I'd heard of you guys, and then I, I think Beyond Pricing was well, was the next one I heard of, and yeah. I, you know those are, those are pretty much the only ones I think. Oh man, we go back. 
That's crazy. Yeah, I remember like the Beyond Stays and the Beyond Pricing and then Everbooked and then, yeah, it's been fun. Exactly. But I mean, if you look at the ecosystem now, I mean, I get emails now almost every single day of a new product, a new service, a new startup. Uh, that you know that wants to uh, wants to partner and to cooperate, and I mean, there's, I mean, I think there's literally like hundreds and hundreds, and not even to mention all the short-term uh, vacation rental management companies that have popped up, and some of them don't even have websites. Some of them, <laughs> you know, some of them are are, are just uh, are just hosts yeah. who are managing like 10, 15 units for for friends and stuff. So what what are your thoughts on the ecosystem and? And all the different startups that are there, are you? Do you expect this to to keep growing, or do you think that a lot of these startups will, you know, they will eventually a lot of them will disappear, and there will be like a few bigger ones that will cover all the different uh, aspects of, uh, of of Airbnb hosting? This ecosystem is going to thrive. Airbnb is changing the way people think about living rentals in, yeah, the way they live, like. Uh, the digital nomad life is uh, something that's wanted by many millennials. And now this platform, this living platform is enabling it. So I think there's going to be an incredible demand for, you know, some people are going to want the more like standardized um, hospitality experience, big company that, uh, you know, manages thousands and thousands of listings. And that personalization, you know, that one host that has 10 to 15 listings is always going to be in demand as well because uh, you're going to want that personal touch. So, it's in that in, individual's touch. So I think it's um, I think you're going to have a wide range of businesses um, that can definitely play in this industry. And uh, I don't think it's I think there's just we're at the very early, early stages and someone that's entering, uh, you know, could flourish into a host with hundreds of properties very easily. There's lots and lots of room to grow. Do you use any any of the other tools that are out there in managing uh, your clients Airbnb units? Um, we have a lot of like digital visualization tools. We have um, Zendesk. We use, you know, a lot of the the things within the tech industry. A lot of tools within the tech industry. As far as uh, the hosting side of things, we've built our internal tools. We've you know tried to listen to our customers, understand what they want, and build it uh, yeah personalized for them. So. Uh, we we have you. We partnered with Everbooked in the past, or yeah, Everbooked. So they've been uh, really resourceful on the the metric side as well as like the pricing side. Sweet, I, I was recently in New York and uh, I had a, a talk with uh, with Diana Ting, who's who's a reporter for Skift, and she wrote a a very long, extensive article about you know when Airbnb is going to IPO and if it's a good idea for Airbnb to IPO. And what what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts are like, you know, why, why is there such big talk about it? You know, they, they have a valuation, they're private, they're a private company. Like what, what's going to change when they IPO? Uh, I just, uh, I guess they're right down the street and I, I just, yes, it's, it's going to create, uh, I guess rumbles in the industry, but we already have home away, uh, which was acquired by Expedia that, you know, is highly valued. They just took down a, a 17 story, building in austin uh, for 2000 folks like this base is growing so i don't know if it's going to change the ecosystem or the landscape all that much by uh, airbnb going public so um i'm fine either way (laughs) (laughs) all right let's let's talk about uh, some of those other platforms because you when you manage somebody's home you you don't just use airbnb right you use the other platforms too 
Correct. So what do you feel about the different platforms that are out there? Do you see all those platforms still exist in, let's say, like five years from now? Or do you think there will be some, uh, um, there, there'll be like just a one or two or three that will dominate the market? I think there's going to be some consolidation. If you look at like Expedia, Priceline, and you know what they've done uh, in the market by like acquiring Orbitz and Kayak and going that route, like they've shown that consolidation makes a lot of sense in the industry. Um, at the same time, I think uh, you know you will see the you know, Booking.com, Expedia, and Airbnb. You know, pretty much are the ones that thrive. I think there's opportunity for places like Tripping, which you know are the the meta search side of things. So. I yeah I, I think there's opportunities for all and they have, they can cater to different types of personas or you know customers. Right, and you also see uh, recently you've seen a number of uh, smaller platforms out there that uh, that cater to you know very specific mm -hmm. niches, like for example inclusive, and then there's Mister B and B. Yeah, uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on those on those little ones that cater to the niches? You know, I'm not as um, you know we'd love to plug up to each and every one of them. I think it's just the dev work associated with it. So as long as they can create an API to, you know, tag it or hook into, you know, a multi-channel listing platform, it'll make it a lot easier. But yeah, um, I think if they cater to a certain niche and they can acquire their customers at a reasonable price and get the, you know, LTVs, it, it makes for a good business. Awesome. So, um, Could you for for the people out there who are managing their their listings in uh, in in the cities uh, in California, Denver, etc., where you are available? Like how uh, how can people get involved with uh, with Pillow? Yeah, you're you're asking from the resident side. Yeah, yeah. I mean hey, the the host, so, you know, the Airbnb host. Yeah, the Airbnb host. So you know, go to Pillow um, Pillow dot com. You can sign up as a building owner. You can sign up and just uh, go through the demo process and we'll, we'll see if your building makes sense. At the same time as a resident, we'll soon actually have a feature where you can look for buildings that do offer this amenity. So that'll be coming soon. But in the meantime, you know, just look for you can uh, even email info at pillow.com if you want to understand our buildings in your area that do offer this as an amenity. That would be an interesting feature because I'm, I'm sure there's people out there who you know, they, they want to do Airbnb, but you know, they might not be able to do it because of the building that they live in. So if you, if you have a list of buildings and you say, hey, you know, if you, you rent a place here, then you'll be able to do Airbnb up to like you know, whatever, like 30 days or 60 days or whatever it may be, yeah, then that'd be, uh, that'd be very useful. <laughs> yeah, I think my product folks are going to be kind of upset that I just... Uh drop that but yeah it's uh it's good it's a feature that's coming out pretty soon so we're we're excited about that and um yeah anyone that hey i'm looking for the apartment that allows me to subsidize rent in this city then they can come to pillow and you know search for that awesome well i'm excited about this uh this this feature that you've that you've implemented because i think that's uh you know one of the one of the things that people are struggling with most is a uh, is this very topic so it'd be very interesting to see if it's going to take off and the extent to which and uh yeah let's uh let's keep in touch and thank you so much for coming on and and uh yes. being on the show definitely keep rocking appreciate it. 177 episodes like 177 yeah can we can we celebrate over beers after 200 <laughs> absolutely uh All right. let's absolutely do it. I'll, i'll definitely be in san francisco at some point so um Yeah, look forward to uh, to hanging out again. We hung out a bit at the Airbnb Open in uh, 2016. 
Hopefully there'll be another Airbnb in 2018. Do you have any thoughts on where it's going to be? Yeah, so they're skipping this year, right? They are, so, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, I think maybe Austin. Oh no, Austin doesn't like Airbnb, huh? Um, <laughs> I somewhere central. Somewhere, I don't know. Se- yeah, somewhere central would be good. Yeah, well, I'll get back to you on that one. Maybe, cool. maybe New York would be a good option. Yeah, New York. Would, uh, hey, that would be cool. Or DC. <laughs> All yeah. right. Cool, Sean. All right. All right. Thanks for uh, coming on to the show. And uh, for all the listeners out there, thanks for listening. And there'll be another episode on Friday. So we'll see you then. Get paid for your pet. 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 Get paid for your pet.